The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. And I'm bound to keep on riding. I got one more silver dollar. But I'm not gonna let them catch me, no. Not gonna let them catch the midnight rider. Yeah! Sports Radio 101. Stupid microphone. What is going on? We made it to Friday. That's right. It's the end of the week, but it is not the end of the winning streak as it gets to nine games. Nine. The Knicks are unbelievable. I can't stop. I can't stop. 877-337-6666. McMonagan with you for our five-hour midnight ride all the way to the warm-up show. Jack's still getting yelled at by Fleegs for another night. Connor's still hanging out. And all of us have caught Nick Fever. Fleegs again in the in the swag. I love it. This team. All I just I I'm I don't even know what to say anymore. What do you say about this group? As we found out a couple of things earlier in the day before this nine-game winning streak continued against the Indiana Pacers, you found out that both Randall and Brunson are all-stars. The first all-star appearance ever for Jalen Brunson, who was robbed of it last year. And if not for some voting, would have been a starter this year. And you feel good for him. And at the end of the game, you could tell it meant something to him. It was a goal for him. And it feels good for him to accomplish it. And he is so much more than just an all-star. He is the absolute unquestioned leader of this team. And it, I feel good for him. And we'll get to the Randall uh, update on the injury, too. I told you how worried I was. And I'll be totally honest with you, a lot of people seem to feel better about the injury news, I'm not so sure. But that's for a secondary conversation because you know what? They don't need Randall right now, as crazy as that sounds. They don't need OG Ananobi, and they don't need they don't need Grimes, believe it or not. How would they ever win without Grimes, you thought? And honestly, I honestly thought, again, don't be me, and not that I would ever pick against them or bet against them or necessarily felt terrible about the game, but eventually this is going to end, right? They can't just keep winning forever. Halliburton come, you know, is going to play in the game for the Pacers. It's just hard to continue to win when you're undermanned, when, you, when you're losing these, when you don't have these guys in the lineup, and yet still this team does whatever it takes to win. And for me, that's the takeaway. The takeaway is what this team can do to make sure they secure a victory. They're down 15 points early in the game. They battle back to make it close at the half. They're down, like I said, 15 at one point in the first half. They're down 10 in the third quarter. And however they have to do it. The other night, the other night, it's shooting three-pointers. The other night, it's DiVincenzo hitting a million threes, nine three-pointers most of his career. They're shooting well. They're scoring points. That's how they win. Tonight, they're ice cold. They shot 21% from the three-point line. 21%. In today's NBA, how the hell, with your with two of your three best players going up against a very good Indiana Pacers team that got Halliburton back, that scores points, they're one of the highest-scoring teams in the NBA. 
This is not a team under 500. Now, it's not a devastating team, but it's not a team under 500. This is a good basketball team, a well-coached basketball team. And they shot 21% from three-point line. That is a game typically in the NBA when you're down Randall, you're down OG. You don't win that game. And yet, what do they do? How do they compensate? They absolutely attack the boards. And they get 60 rebounds. I know it's a lot of missed shots, but 60 rebounds. And out-rebound the Pacers 60-44. to And 24-9 to in the offensive rebounds. And they... Kill them with second chances. And, of course, Brunson, you know, another 40-point game for him. When they need him, he steps up. And to me, the, the 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 key to this game, and if you want to look at it, yes, the down 15 and they battle back at the half. Yeah, they're down 10 points in the third quarter back and forth before they pull ahead. But for the moment for me is clearly when they fall behind after the no-call foul, when Brunson gets hit in the face and he's down on the ground, you know, in, in clear pain. You thought he got more poked in the eye than just absolutely smashed in the face. But he just falls to the ground, no call. Indiana picks up the ball, lays it in, and takes a one-point lead. And you're like, if there was ever a moment, right? If there was ever a moment, not necessarily to fold, because you believe this team is beyond folding necessarily. Like, this team right now is beyond just giving up. And 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 Brunson talked about it in the post-game show, They in the post-game on the court. You know, they fight. They will continue to fight. So I didn't necessarily think they would fold. But if there's ever a moment where now Randall's hitting the, where, uh, excuse me, Brunson's hitting the face, he falls to the ground, they give up the lead that they had a five-point lead late in that game, two minutes left. If there's ever a moment where you thought, geez, here comes the end. Instead, instead, Brunson goes right to the lane, gets an N1. They miss the three, the foul shot. They get a rebound, end up scoring a basket, and go on an 8-0 and run to take control of the game yet again. This team is incredible. I don't know what else to say. I'm running out of superlatives. This is the third night in the week that I'm opening with the Knicks and pretty much just doing, can you believe what we're seeing? This is another hype. Can you believe what we're watching? Nick open. And it's the third one of the week. What is going on with this group right now? It's amazing. And we can talk about all the trades. And we can talk about whether, you know, Randall's going to be gone for six to eight weeks or maybe even more than that. I don't think the news is double particularly that positive. They're going to reevaluate him in two weeks. They don't want to, to me, they don't, it took a while for to even get that. If it was just, hey, we're going to reevaluate in two weeks, why didn't we hear that three days ago? Like, I'm concerned that he is probably hurt worse than they're leading on, especially no, don't want to give out any information leading up to the trade deadline. And it's all we'll reevaluate in two weeks. My guess is he's going to be gone for a while. But right now with the way they're playing, and it doesn't matter, you got guys, you know, Isaiah Hartenstein steps up, gets 19 rebounds. Achua plays 43 minutes, is a plus seven, gets 16 rebounds. He has been a godsend. I mean, you can watch Hart... Hart at times in this game is without question the driving force of the Knicks. He's 0 for 6 from the field. And he's one of the most important players on the court. They have everything you could possibly want. They have have Brunson who can go get points. They have DiVincenzo who can shoot the lights out on occasion and then still even on an off night come through with the big basket when you need it. You got Hart who's hustle and rebounds and passing and the occasional three-pointer. You got Hartenstein who can get you 19 rebounds and defend the rim. 
You got a Chua who could step in, and you feel better now about trying to fix this the front court. Like you got a Chua is able to step in. You hopefully Randall and Mitchell Robinson are coming back at some point. But right now it's just. And then, you know, Sims steps in, gives you a good 13 minutes. McBride plays 29 minutes, uh, you know, goes three for eight. The only guy who had a decent night from behind the arc. And he gives you 16. They're down men. They only play three guys off their bench the entire night. And yet they come from behind 15 points. They come from behind 10 points. They come from behind a point with two minutes left with with Brunson, you know, rolling in pain on the floor, and he comes right back and takes one to the lane and gets the foul. I mean, everything you could want from this team, everything you could possibly want, they will find a way to win. They will find a way to win 60 rebounds. Now, did they get the benefit of Halliburton kind of being on a on a, on a minutes uh, regiment and not playing down the stretch? Okay. Sometimes you catch the break. Sometimes you get lucky. They are making their own breaks. How many games do they have to win? How many boxes do they have to check? And and here's the thing. Like, when you talk about rebounds and you talk about defense, which is clearly what won them the game tonight, those are two things that the Knicks ru- rule the world in, and that is want to and hustle. That's, I mean, it's desire and hustle. And this team is completely bought in. Uh, Thibodeau, who's who's coach of the year, uh, coach of the month, excuse me, and he's coach of the year, or I mean, technically there's only one month in a year, so he's the coach of the year. But the coach of January is doing an incredible job for all the things we said about Tibbs, right? And all the different, uh, you know, working the guys too hard. And there's still an element of that. And the idea that there's a ceiling to the way he plays basketball, he's not the kind of coach that get he gets you here, he doesn't get you any further. These are the kind of things we've all said about Thibodeau. But right now, right now, This team has completely embodied his brand of basketball, the 1990s Pat Riley brand of basketball, the late 90s Knicks basketball, Van Gundy basketball. They are playing tough. They are playing excellent defense, and every single person who needs to step up steps up. And if they need 30 points from DiVincenzo, they get it. If they need 40 from Brunson, they get it. If they need 60 rebounds and 24 offensive rebounds to lead to second-chance points on a night they're not shooting the basketball well, they will get it. Whatever they need, they will get. And at no point in the game do you feel like they're out of it. When they get leads, they hold on to them. When they have deficits, they come back. I mean, there is not an aspect of this team right now, not an aspect, that you can get. I mean, it is impossible to find a flaw in this nine-game winning streak and this now, what, 18-2 and two run that they're on since the start of the year? Or 16-2, and two, I don't know, whatever it is. I mean, it's just... It's been incredible. And again, a third night in a row with no OG. You add Grimes to the list. And tonight was an easy night, especially down 15 early, down 10 in the third quarter, and then down a point with two minutes left with your best player rolling on the ground in pain. And instead, every time they get off the deck and they give you exactly what they need to give you, and Achua, Hartenstein, Hart, DiVincenzo, McBride. I mean, it doesn't matter who has to step up. They step up. 
Uh, it's it's really been remarkable. It's one of the more fun stretches of Nick basketball I can ever remember. It's on a nightly basis. It's on a nightly basis. And you feel good for, obviously, Brunson on the court after the game, getting MVP chance from the Garden crowd, talking about being an all-star for the first time in his career, and he's practically brought to tears. And this team has completely rallied around him. And they've completely rallied around this trade and the way it feels now and Randall. And when he comes back, I mean, they are bought in. And it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who has to step up. And on a night that we see, again, the 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 Boston Celtics lose to the LeBronless and the Davisless Los Angeles Lakers. And the Knicks find themselves five games out behind the Celtics for first place and a half a game, a half a game behind Milwaukee. And as you found out that Philadelphia and Embiid are dealing with a knee injury, that could be, I don't think it's a devastating knee injury, but it'd probably be some time. I mean, you are looking currently at the best team in the NBA, and you are certainly looking at the best team in the Eastern Conference. And so we can have our discussions about whether or not they're good enough or what they should do at the deadline. And as much as I love this team, I wouldn't mess with the starting. I don't I don't want to go out and get that superstar right now. I don't want to mess with this, ro- this rotation. I don't want to mess with the chemistry that's going on with this team. I do think you can go find a better person for the role that McBride is playing right now. I like him. He's done a remarkable job over the last few games in particular. I think there have been times where it wasn't so good, but he's turned it on, especially with Randall and OG going out. He's been better the last three games with those two guys you know, unavailable to go. But ultimately, I do think they can get someone who's a little bit better scorer off the bench and help replace quickly. But, I mean, besides that, it's just a matter of being healthy when they get to the finish line because the way they're playing and the way they're coached and every they are completely buying in. Sick. I, I can't get over the rebounds. You know, Indiana's a long team. Indiana has bigs. Indiana is a bigger team than the New York Knicks, and yet they out-rebounded them 60-44 to and 24-9 to on the offensive rebounds. And if you heard Tibbs in the postgame, the, off, the the rebounding was an issue in the start of the game and the reason they fell behind. Giving too many second-chance points to Indiana. And, you know, and ultimately, not only do they change that, they dominate in it when they realize that's their issue. Like, Tibbs, Tibbs points it out at the postgame, so I'm sure he pointed it out to them during the game. Hey, guys, the boards are a problem. No problem, coach. We'll go get you 60 of them. That's where we are right now with this Nick team. And I don't care who they're taking on. I don't care. And I don't care who's next. Bring on the Lakers. Bring on LeBron. I'm sure him and Davis would be perfectly fine to play at the Garden. Won't miss that game. Bring them on because right now they are led by an all-star. They are led by one of the best players in the NBA. And they are being led by the best player and the best leader they've had since the mid-90s. And this team is as fun as it's ever been. And once you get past that it's the best Nick team in a while, and once you get past the idea that it's the most fun we've had in 30 years, 
and you get past the idea of finally in January and February and hopefully March and April, we're going to have a basketball season that feels special. Once you get past and that's and that this city hasn't had that in forever. Once you get past all that and you actually look at who they are and how they're being judged right now against their peers and what they are inside this current NBA and inside this current Eastern Conference uh you know t- uh that we as we know it this Eastern Conference side of the uh, NBA they are as good as anyone and they are on a roll the likes of which it is hard to fathom and it doesn't matter who goes down and it doesn't matter what aspect of their game is not as effective as it uh, typically is they will find ways to figure out another set of their game that they will rise to make up for it. It is an absolute glorious time to be a Nick fan. And hopefully the injury news on Brunson, uh, excuse me, on Randall is better than I hope. I'm I'm concerned. I'll tell you right now, I'm concerned when they tell you two weeks. That it, if it was just two weeks and we're going to reevaluate it, that's something that could have been said on Monday, not Thursday. So I'm still a little bit of a pessimist on that. But, I mean, it's a nightly basis. They come back from 15. They're down at the half. They rally back. They need DiVincenzo, they need DiVincenzo to hit nine points to win nine three-pointers to win a game. They'll do that. He's off and nobody's shooting well, and they need 60 rebounds and 19 from Hartenstein and 16 from Achua and 24 offensive rebounds that lead to uh, an absorbent amount of second-chance points. They'll get that. Whatever they need, they will get. They need 40 from Brunson. That's no problem. And right now, as you look ahead and the deadline's a week away, I don't think they I don't think they're in the market for anything too big. And honestly, the way Achoo is playing, even if even if even if Randall's gonna be out a while, I don't know if I look to mess with the front court. Like Achoo is playing great, and you are expecting Randall and um Mitchell to come back, to Mitchell Robinson to come back. I'm I'm I still want to go out and get a piece that's a little bit better scoring off the bench. But that's it. That's it. And right now we can it's it's I understand it's what I do. Talk radio is what we do here. But we can have the talk radio argument of whether or not they're good enough to win an NBA title. Can they compete? Here's the here's the point of the matter. They've won nine in a row. And they're they're playing like the best team in the NBA. So that's a fun discussion, but all that will matter is how they perform when it comes time. Will 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 Randall be back long enough to get his legs underneath him to be ready for a playoff series? And will this team still have the chemistry and the feel it has right now? Because honestly, I don't care who you put on the court right now. You'd be a fool to bet against the Knicks. 877-337-6666. So a little bit more Knicks. Rah, rah, rah. Because this is as good as it gets. And another game they come from behind. Another game they had every reason to give up and just say, hey, it's not our night. And another night they battled back and found ways to win. And another night that they're all-star. We can officially say it. They're all-star. Jalen Brunson put up 40 points. And after rolling on the floor in pain, rallied his team to an 8-0 run to seal this victory. And it feels freaking tremendous. 877-337-6666. Of course, there's all the things that we have to get to as well that aren't so tremendous, like the New York Yankees and their inability to get the damn guy I wanted. As Burns goes to the Orioles, we'll have plenty to say about that. Looks like the Mets are closing in on a reliever. 
And I think Washington uh, commanders made an uninspiring hire. So we got plenty of stuff to get to over the five hours. Oh, and we may even do your favorite actor. And I have a theme and a thought on it. So we'll have some fun with some movies. We'll have some fun with some New York Knicks basketball. And I'll yell about the Yankees. So we got plenty to get to over the next four hours or so. 877-337-6666. McMonigle here with you on our five-hour midnight ride all the way to the warm-up show. On this Friday morning, getting you set for our first weekend without football, but that's okay. We got our Knicks to carry us.